Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Bill McCormick on the line, and he is Vice President over at Social Sales Link. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam, thanks a lot. It's great to be on the Money Matters podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Social Sales Link. I mean, social sales, it's a big topic, big deal. Um, it, it's changing people's businesses. Um, but before we get into that, just to give us a little bit, ba- a little bit of your backstory. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, thanks. Uh, and I guess you'd have to say which career. I've probably had, <laughs> I don't know, 10 or 12 of them. I'm, I'm 56 years old, but I, I feel like I'm still in my 20s. But I, I've had I've had this sales theme that's gone through the first part of my life and now this second part of my life. And and what happened when I was younger was I was involved in sales first in the grocery industry and then in the pest control industry. And I, I didn't have a really good work ethic at that point in time in my life and, and didn't really understand how to sell. But this funny thing kind of happened that as I ended my sales career way back when in, in the in the late middle to late nineties, I, I was involved in, in pest control, as I said, and I had a hard time closing sales. It it had to be a lot about being the kind of swarmy salesperson back then that, that I think folks expected and, and that just wasn't me. And so what happened was they pulled me they pulled me out of the sales field and they made me a technician. And I actually became a termite technician. I was a specialist working in two different states, in New York and New Jersey. And a funny thing happened. I actually found that when I was in someone's house and I was able to show them the value that we provided through the services that I provided, I was then able to upsell them for other other services we had because they already saw the value. And I stumbled across this thing called value selling that now is pretty popular, but back then, no one really talked about it. Uh, back then, what they taught us was, was needs-based selling. But mm-hmm. I found out that this, this value-based selling actually really worked. People could see the value that were, was provided, and it just made sense for them to, to go and take the, take the next step. We were really basically – I was basically making the decision for them. And so I left that job just because I had some other things going on in my life, and Fast forward to 2000, so that was in the, like, like 97, 98. Fast forward to 2013, I, I was that, now in the uh, public service sector. I was actually a supervisor at a county-run 911 center, emergency dispatch center, in upstate New York. My wife was working with a print and promotional products distributorship. It was just her and her boss, just the two of them. Very successful company, international company. And he suddenly died. Mm. And uh, he had had cancer, but he didn't think he was going to pass away as quickly as he as he did. And uh, while he wanted us to to buy the company from him, he never had anything in writing. 
And, and my one big tip to everyone is make sure you have a will and make sure your, your wishes are made known mm. uh, because he didn't and, and things didn't end up happening the way he wanted them to. And so one day my wife and I, we walked out of there and uh, cut our income in half and we started our own business. Uh, a huge leap and a huge jump. We had some clients that were very faithful to her who came over with us, but we discovered that we had to really start building a business. And so I had a sales background. So guess who became the salesman for our <laughs> new company? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, out of the frying pan into the fire. And uh, but I did it, but I did it part time. I, I was working a, a full time job as a as a supervisor wow. at the nine one one center. I worked nights and I worked every other weekend. So I always had two days off during the week. So I would go out in those two days, and and I found and discovered that this value selling that I found way back actually worked really well in the promotional products business. Because what we're trying to do is get is help have people purchase promotional products with their brand, their logo on it, so that they would build their, their business. So what better way for us to build our business than to give away promotional products? And so what we found was we could find people through LinkedIn, which is a great way to find the buyers and the, the, uh, the targeted audience we wanted to attract. And then we would send them or I would drop off to them packages of promotional products with some information on our company. And we actually were very successful in that and building up our business. And six years, we can, we can look back and say that LinkedIn had a huge impact on our, on our business. And so what happened was I had all these people asking me in networking circles and basically anyone that I could talk to, I would talk about LinkedIn and how great it was for finding the, the people you needed to meet. And so I suddenly had all these people asking me to teach them what I was doing via LinkedIn. Man, and what so, a great story. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was, it's been quite a ride. And I think and that I mean it's just amazing. I love it. And um you proved the power of LinkedIn and what it's done. Um and I mean I the LinkedIn has been amazing for my um for the podcast and distribution on the podcast for finding guests for all the above. Um I think that's a great transition. Let's get into uh social sales link. So uh, let's um tell us a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so I, I actually started my own business kind of as a side business, teaching people how to use LinkedIn. I did some video work and uh, had a website, and it was kind of going kind of slow. However, I, I still had some traction. I actually had some corporate clients asking me if I could teach their sales team. I had no idea how to do it. Uh, but through the power of LinkedIn, I was connected to this great social uh, selling wizard named Bryn Tillman, who I had known for quite a while and actually uh, used her book, The Social Sales Playbook, to redo my profile. I learned a lot from her. And so I reached out to her, and she, and she was very, very uh, gracious and said, hey, let's work together on coming up with something for this client. And that kind of led to me one day just kidding around to her. I said, hey, seeing we're going to be working together, I'm going to be using your material can I put social sales link on my experience section in LinkedIn? And she turned around and said, you can join my team. And wow. so, uh, yeah, and that actually happened in the LinkedIn offices in New York City. We were down there for an event launch. And, and I said that to her. I can still remember her saying, yeah, you can join the team. And so that's how I got started with social sales link. Uh, Bryn Tillman's taught me everything really that I know about using LinkedIn. And so it just makes sense that now I'm teaching her material and kind of adding my own spin on it. And so that's how I got involved. In fact, and a year later, 
her and I actually went to to Bermuda. That's where the client was that wanted the the sales team training. We just got back this past November. Her and I went down. My wife joined us, and we went down there and we we taught that that sales team how to use LinkedIn for for social selling. So um, first of all, obviously your program. I mean, this is uh, there's a volume of knowledge to know. We're not going to be able to get to all of it on this one little podcast, but there are some people listening right now that are curious. And what would be like an actionable tip, just something that really anybody, whether they have a lot of experience on LinkedIn or a little, can kind of reevaluate on how they're using the platform and how they can use it more effectively today? Well, I'll give two quick tips. First is don't make your profile all about you. Make it about someone else. We say transform your profile from a resume to a resource so that when somebody's looking at it, they see how you help them and why they should care, who you help, how you help them, and why they should care. And then the second thing is don't connect with just anybody. Understand who it is that you want to connect with and connect in the right way. Send personal invites to people. If people don't send you a personal invite and you're not sure whether to connect with them, you can actually message them and say, hey, why do you want to connect with me? It's a great way to, to kind of guard your network and be the gatekeeper of your network. But, but really, it starts with your profile. Make sure your profile talks about who you help, how you help them, and why they should care. What's your deliverable? That's awesome. Um, and so I know this is going to change, obviously, from person to person, but I do know certain themes do arise over time, um, and especially with the vantage point you have of working with many people. What are the common, like, mis- what's the common, like, mistake or two that you just find people making it, like, over and over and over on LinkedIn that they, that they could correct? Well, I deal mainly with people who are in sales or in business mm-hmm. development, mm-hmm. and what I find a lot of salespeople are doing now is they're using LinkedIn as kind of like the email blast of the early 2000s. They're, they're, what they're doing is they're finding people, and rather than sending a connection request with, you know, hey, Adam, I see that you do this great pod- podcast called Money Matters. I listened to a couple of episodes. I think it would be great to connect. They're not providing that kind of contact. Instead, they're contacting Adam saying, hey, Adam, I do websites, and I checked out your website, and it could really use some help, and we want to help you. And, and it's all about mm-hmm. their needs and what they want to sell you. You know, that's what I'd say. Don't pitch and don't sell when you're connecting with people on LinkedIn. What you want to do is provide insight and value. You, you want, it's networking, and so it's always a give and a take. Yeah, I always tell people to like to visualize that they're in front of the person. If you wouldn't do this in front of somebody face to face, then don't do it online or on a digital platform. Like don't that, do it. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. I, and that's what I tell people is, is picture you're at a networking event and you go up and you hand <laughs> someone their card and they take it. So that was the invitation to con- to connect uh-huh. and now they've accepted it and now you launch into your pitch about your product and service and how great it is they're going to walk away if they don't mate you maybe first, you know, they yeah. may listen if they're, you know, if they're really, if they're really polite, they may listen for a little while, but, but they're, they're just not. And I tell people, you know, what people hear when you write that, when you write that kind of salesy stuff, what people hear are the adults from the Charlie Brown cartoons. You remember that? Wah, 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 wah. They're, they're not hearing you and they're, they're definitely yeah. not reading what you're, what you're saying. 
and I, and I guess to take the to take the analogy one step further, we've all been at a, a networking event where somebody is going from person to person, handing out a card and then spewing what they do all over you before you could say a word. They're on to the next one, and then what happens when they leave? You're probably not speaking too kindly about that last person. The group is kind of looking at each other like, "What just happened?" So just yeah, understand who, that if you're out there doing that on LinkedIn or other platforms, that's what people are looking at you and your brand and your company like they're saying, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. You you have to earn the right, you know, really to, to be able to share. And you do that through providing value and and insights, you know, and that's what social selling is. Social selling is the process of leveraging online tools and platforms such as LinkedIn to attract, teach, and engage your targeted buyers. So it's attract, teach, and engage. It's not pitch. Awesome. So, Bill, if somebody's listening to this and they do want more information on social sales link or to connect them, what's the best way for them to follow up? Well, the best way would be to go to our website, socialsaleslink.com, and when that opens up right on the, the top of the page, there's a request, a complimentary LinkedIn profile audit. If they click on that, and select my calendar, I'd be happy to give them a complimentary 15-minute Zoom call that I record to review their profile with them and help them optimize it, provide some insight and value. And also, they can find me on LinkedIn, Bill McCormick, comma, M-A-S-I. If they find me, just send it. But please, send me an invitation and say you heard me on the podcast, and I'll be sure to connect with them. Fantastic. Well, hey, Bill, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Social Sales Link. Um, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. So it does mean a lot to me and my team. And, Bill, thanks again for coming on the show. Hey, Adam, thanks for having me. Wishing everyone out there a prosperous 2020. Thank you.